What is up, everybody? Hope everyone is doing well out there. This is Chris Ross, host of the Win Win Effect podcast, co-founder and CEO of WinJet Inc. And I'm thoroughly excited to bring you another episode of WinJet Radio Podcasting Network. If you've been following me for a while now, some of the companies and corporations that I've built over the years, it's a good chance you've heard me say, it's one heartbeat, one mission, one outcome, that's success. The outcome that we're searching for on each episode of this show is to bring you various explosive topics with a correlated training guide that provides anyone tuning in, anyone with pragmatic strategies to implement in your daily activity to achieve your goals. These powerful training videos and audios will help you stabilize and find today's marketplace opportunities. We would also cover live Q&As to bring listeners updates and guests from wide reach industry leaders from all these shows presented by the podcasting network, Winject Inc. Stand by for a quick message from West Bay's the host of the West Bay Show, and let's go ahead and dive right in. Hi there, this is West Bay's co-founder of Winject Media Network and Winject Inc. Before we continue the show, I want to ask you a question. How would you like to gain access to behind-the-scenes footage, weekly live training with Chris and myself, as well as exclusive access to impactful segments of our shows that you can't get anywhere else? If that's you, here's what you need to do. Like and follow our Winject Facebook page, and on that page, you'll see a button on the right-hand corner with the title, Join Our Private Group. Click on that button and you'll be given instructions on how to do just that. Now, don't miss out on an opportunity to gain access to what people are calling the best content to grow and scale your life and business. Now, without further ado, let's get back to our show. What is up, everybody? Happy Money Monday or whatever day that ends in Why? Wherever you are in the world, I'm excited to have you here. If you're new to us, welcome on board. However you found us, you found us from the Win Win Effect podcast, found us from the West Bay show, the Winject Radio, Live Fire Meetings, on, on some of your contracted through some of the companies and corporations that we're serving. However you found us, if you're new to us, welcome on board. If you're not new to us, you should probably know it's one heartbeat, one mission, one outcome, that success is one of the reasons why we go live on Facebook, LinkedIn. And YouTube, and we broadcast on a lot of different types of channels to serve people in whatever capacity and try to increase their quality of life in whatever form. That's what we're here to do. And who's excited? Yes, yes. Today, we're going to cover the secret that only the top 1% of the people in the world discover. Who's with me? It's not really a secret if I go over it with you, is it? <laughs> Listen, we covered the four A's in the last couple of weeks. In order to make manifest something in your life, you're going to have to what? Type in a chat box. Chat box. I encourage everyone to participate. I have my team on board to make sure they're moderating. So chat box. You, you have to do what? To know what's going on. Be aware. Be a little bit more self-aware. Now that you're aware, you have to accept good or bad and being grateful for. That's how you elevate others to elevate yourself. Now you have a clear vision of what you need to accomplish, a course of action you need to take. Take affirmative action, massive action. Then you hold yourself accountable to the targets, daily tasks, and the goals or overall outcome that you're trying to achieve. But a lot of questions were sent in. That's why I'm going to go over the secret to only the top 1% of people in the world actually discover because you have to know yourself. As soon as you know yourself and as soon as you come to the realization that no one knows themselves, <laughs> okay? That's going to make you, it's going to make it a little bit easier for you to kind of dissect and reverse engineer it to hit your goals and hit your outcomes and, and break it down backwards, building out inside out. The Greeks had the maximum of know thyself. 
So how do we come to know ourselves in terms of our personalities and more importantly, our potential? Think about that for a second. Chat box, chat box. How do we come to know ourselves in terms of our personalities and more importantly, our true potential? Well, one of the first ways is to know that you don't know about yourself unless you go back in and do a lot of realignment. Yes, yes. That's where polarity comes from. You have to learn to become more aware, almost like watching yourself an outer body experience, like you're watching a stranger. Don't be creepy. The key is to identify behavioral patterns. But once you adopt a position, this position of radical humility and two senses, write this down. Number one, recognizing your ignorance. And I don't mean that in a, in a derogatory way or in a mean way. I don't mean to offend anyone, but it's true. You have to know your ignorance. We're all ignorant when it comes to ourselves and our true selves and true essence, the core and the root of all the problems. That's where it comes from. You have to understand that you don't know who you are, and it's okay. I want everyone to say that. It's okay to not know yourself 100%. That's why that 1% each and every day is important. It's not easy to understand because you think you know, but then you remember you can't control yourself at times when those buttons are pushed, backs against the wall. Do you? I know for myself, I've, I've suffered from this. Put me in a situation and next thing you know, my back's against the wall and I'll react in a different way that I normally wouldn't, but that comes from my subconscious because that's the stories and the lies I was telling myself. How does this pertain to business? Think about overall. It has everything to do with it. If you can't, if you don't know who you are and know how to handle yourself and trying to figure out what you need to do to have a different outcome, that's how most of you get to a seven-figure mark and you plateau. Then you lose it. Or even worse, you get to a five-figure mark and you go back or start a business and you fail. This is how. Because you don't know what's going on. But you have to remember that you can't control yourself very well. You're not very disciplined. You're full of flaws. We all are. Maybe you don't know yourself as well as you think. But it's hard to get to a very low point or low enough to understand how deeply it is the cause that you're ignorant about who you truly are. Now, there's an upside to that too, which also is that you're ignorant about who you could be, who you should be, who you're destined to become. That's the process. And so the discovery of that is some reward of horror of determining who you actually are. Then you watch yourself. You watch yourself like you're watching a stranger. You watch yourself and you say, damn, I don't even know why I react in that type of way. You have to listen. Listen to the hidden messages. Listen to what you're not saying. That's important. You think, well, what sort of person would say that? I mean, how am I reacting emotionally when I'm communicating in that manner? Is it making me feel stronger or weaker? Is it filling me with shame? Is it helping my confidence? Is it? No. Am I lying to myself? Am I deceiving myself and other people? Am I adopting this personality at parties that are designed to impress and amuse people? You're not a, you're not a, a clown. You're not there to amuse people. You're there to do what? Make an impact. Am I coming across as nothing but self-centered narcissism? That's a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. And we all have narcissistic tendencies. It's those who are a little bit more aware and doing realignment figure this stuff out. Like, what are your darkest fantasies? What are your aggressive fantasies? What is it that you're willing to do to get to the outcome? These are, these, these are tough questions, are they not? How many of you are writing these down? What do you think is good? What do you think is bad? What do you think is mediocre? What do you think is status quo? Why do you congratulate yourself for accomplishing nothing?
And what do you like? Why do you berate yourself for your failing to confront and to implement certain things in your life? Those are all incredibly complicated questions, and you don't need to know the answers to all those. But these are the questions that I ask myself. It's called realignment. So that's that's a start, is it not? Yes, yes. And then in terms of potential, well, you'll discover a little bit more about yourself and your true potential and discover who you truly are, especially the darker parts about yourself that you don't want to talk about, that you don't want to be known, because then you'll discover your potential and your for, for mayhem. This is true. There are some real utility in that. It's actually something that strengthens you. Because the first thing is that realization like that can, in fact, produce is the ambition to incorporate the, the dangerousness into a higher order personality that can make you implacable. Like, let me break it down to you like this, that you can make you say to someone, I don't want to do that. No. That's all you need to say is no. I don't want to do that. Just say no. So those who actually understand that their time is the most impressive is time is the only non-renewable resource in life. And what you spend your time and energy on with whatever attitude insert is going to get you to the outcome. It's going to dictate your future. And so that's unbelievably useful, is it not? Yes, yes. And so that's one of the potentials that you might discover. The other thing you, you do to discover your potential is brings me to the second sense. Number two, you challenge yourself. How many of you know who Jordan Peterson is? wrote a book, beautiful book, called The 12 Rules for Life. Rule number four is all about comparing yourself to who you were yesterday and not who, well, not to someone else is today. Take a bit of, take some time to really break this stuff down and take a look at yourself and think about what's not so good that you could improve. Moving that needle, that 1%. This is where it comes from. It's called reading books, gaining more knowledge. I interviewed someone that's coming out a little bit later on today that's read over 3,000 books as an entrepreneur. And over 70% of those books had nothing to do with entrepreneurship. Why? Has everything to do with understanding how the human brain works. So you should improve by your own standards that you would improve. Okay, now, so what do you think? Why do you think that I'm sharing with you this information today? Because the number one secret that stands in a way of people of reaching their full potential in life and business is three letters. How many of you can guess what it is? E G O ego. So what is your ego? The ego is a self-generated identity consisting of every belief you believe and we believe about who and what we are as a person. This includes our personality, our talents, our likes, dislikes. The ego is what keeps us locked away in our minds in an endless cycle of chatter, separated from the present moment. Because most of us are thinking about the past or are thinking about the future. They're never looking at their own damn two feet, not in the present moment. It's the identity created and reinforced by every story we tell ourselves. And our stories are, however, just that, stories. They don't make up who you are. Common ego identification are possessions, 
the work you do for a living, social status, recognition, knowledge, education, however high you get in, the, get in that ball game. How, what's the highest grade of education? You get a PhD, go backwards, whatever that is for you. Physical appearance, the way you look, the way you feel about the way you look. Special abilities, relationships, family history, belief system, and often where you were, where you are in the world, or what color of your skin, what God you believe in, or no God, do you believe in universe, whatever that might be for you, and other collective identifications. None of these are who you are. None of them. While the ego is an aspect of human condition, it is not true essence on who we are as individuals. When we operate from ego, we're generally obsessed with the right and wrong, blame and shame. We're not acting from a loving pace, but a judgmental place. How many of you, show of hands or in the chat box, like to be judged? None of us do. We're not acting from a place on how we can serve when we're in that type of feeling. We're in that state of being. How can I give rather than what do I get? How do I look? Learning to identify the traits and behaviors of the ego and then working to consciously make a different choice will drastically change your life. True story. So here's some tips on making your ego to create, well, understanding your ego and learning how to manage it. Because you can't destroy your ego. You need to have it. You have to learn how to manage it and creating a little bit more awareness. And this goes back. I'm going to keep going back to the four A's. You have to stop taking things so damn personally. The ego loves to get offended. Loves. They, it thrives off of it. It loves to feel wounded and it thrives on pain and conflict. And that's the whole thing about understanding what pain is for you. It's a gift. But you have to diffuse that pain and accept that pain for what it means and what it represents. Then that can be your fuel once you diffuse it. And that's your rocket fuel to get you to where you got to go. Yes, yes. We talked about this in the last couple of weeks. But your ego thrives on that pain and conflict. That's where the victim mentality comes from. When we choose to be offended over things that we're actively choosing to allow the ego to take hold of our lives and create more pain, dysfunctional routines, it's, it's, it's horrible. In order to dissociate from this decision and make a different choice, we must recognize that love, it's our natural state. How many of you would agree? If someone does or says something that makes you feel any negative emotions, you have two choices. You can react and engage in conflict, fight or flight mechanism, or you can recognize that trigger within you is an opportunity for your own growth. I'll say the last one again. Or you can recognize that that trigger within you is an opportunity for your own growth. I had to learn this the hard way, ladies and gentlemen. True story. But you can choose to recognize that anything negative said or done by another is likely a projection of their own ego. They're dumping it on you. I saw somewhere one time, maybe it was a social media post, someone talked about everyone's trash men. They just dump all that trash and all the stuff on you. It's a true story. You can't waste your energy and time on ego battles. Has anyone you know, stubbed your toe before? Sucks, doesn't it? There's a, path, there's a powerful message here where I'm, I'm going to try to communicate. Often, we react in anger when we think others have hurt us. Yes, yes. Or when we assume that others are out to get us. We react when we don't need to or we don't want to. We hold on to resentment and sometimes we hope that the other gets hurt or the same type of feelings happen to them or whatever that karma is, right? But in doing so, we only end up hurting ourselves. 
and a ne the negative energy we carry around and we hold on to on these resentments and you know negative feelings that make us suffer. Never let the person or whatever happened to you try to suffer in the same misery. You don't want that. You don't want it. Why would you do that? When we react to anger rather than with the compassion, no one wins. When we snap back, we can't win. So when you stub your toe, do you kick your chair or do you kick whatever you're, you're doing? Because it's going to hurt you again. No, that's my point. It's always better to adore negativity. It's always better to let go of negative feelings towards others and rather focus on creating the best life we can for ourselves. Listen, everything has a hidden gift and lesson behind it. You don't need to know what it is yet, but you control it here. If someone does you wrong, rather than react angrily, maybe you should try to understand where that person is coming from and their point of view. Show some compassion, empathy. Maybe they're having a bad day, really dif difficult situation. Every single last one of you on these trainings and listen to this, maybe you're recording, whatever it is, however you're viewing the content, maybe you're listening to it on a podcast, however that is, you're all going through something, but you can choose to grow through it. I grow through life. I grow through my days, not go through them. It's being proactive. When we look at things from a new perspective, it's easier to move on, leaving all negative energy behind. Are you conscious of the energy that you transfer into people? I'm going to challenge you. Holding on does nothing good for our future. We must let go of the things that are not going to serve you in the future. We must move on before the anger consumes you and ruins us. We don't react. Instead, we show compassion. We don't hold on. Instead, we move on. If you got to forgive. Talked about this, right? It's another way of me saying it. Holding, accepting it. Forgive. You don't forgive them. You forgive them for that action or inaction. Accordance and how does it align with your ego? It all comes back to you. You forgive them for you, not for them. The ego loves being right. It sustains itself in this way. The problem is, is that we keep doing what we need to do to move closer to love and our truth. The ego is sort of like a weed in this way. It may have plenty of flowers on it in your inner garden, but left unattended, it will choke out all your other plants. They'll kill them and leave you in a huge mess if you're a gardener. I don't know. I'm just using an example. When you forgive, you allow your heart to open and you separate from the need to be right. Instead, you choose love and connection. This is functioning from your true self. We're all searching for love and connection. Yes, yes. Forgive others to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for your actions or inactions as well. It's all about accepting. And this is the questions that were sent in. It's like, how do you have a clear vision? But you need to really, truly embrace the past. Embrace the pain. Embrace the good and bad. You have to let go and then observe. Let go of trying to be right, trying to win, trying to be seen, trying to be heard. Instead, observe. The ego wants to prove itself and jump up and down to get your attention, to gain love and validation. Our higher self doesn't need validation. Let <laughs> me put it this way. I don't give a crap if anyone watches these, but the right one watches it and it makes an impact. I'm good. I'm happy. I validate myself every day, ladies and gentlemen. You have to feel the same way. Don't search for acceptance. That Everything comes from inside of you. 
internally. That's where change starts. Then you can change externally. Our, our higher self knows that is love. By becoming more aware of our ego and learning how to manage your own ego, and every ego is different because it's tied into the stories that you told yourself and your experiences in life and what you've been exposed to, and it's a need to be seen, heard, and acknowledged. You open up space to be seen and heard without expectation, by having no expectations of someone else. By observing without expectation, you can see things as they are. Be objective. You see people as they are rather than through a projected lens of sense of lot because they're not matching up to your ego's demands and standards. In this space, there's also an opportunity to sit back and observe. Is it not? Yes, yes. As to who or who is not functioning from this place. You can pick them apart, man. You can pick them apart. How many of you got stuck on a level with a spouse? Whatever level that was, then you got stuck. Whatever that might be for you, but your job is to blaze through all these levels. They might have been good for that level, but you're trying to get here. But you can't get here to here. You have to go through levels. And I'm, and I'm pro-relationships, but the relationship needs to be a lot of communication. Yes, yes? And trust. Freedom. That's what true love is all about. Is understanding that other person under that energy and recognizing the beauty of that and having the freedom. And they'll function in a very high state and grow with you. That's the key. And I had to learn the hard way. We're all, <laughs> I'm telling you, either you learn or you're going to keep getting bitter. And stuck in the same route, stuck in the same cycle. You have to understand who is functioning on the levels that you're projecting out and on that frequency and the energy level. When I'm projecting out and I'm polarizing out a certain energy, I'm only attracting what I want in my life and my standards at that time. And I'm going to keep moving up. The people that you have in your life, you attracted. Where, what you can offer them, what you can get. You've got people that are, that are a little bit more codependent. Whatever that might be for you, attracting certain things because you're searching for it in other ways. You have to give up yourself emotionally to give. This means to let go of controlling people and attempt to have our own needs met. This is freedom. The moment you become more aware of your ego in you, it is strictly no longer the ego, but just an old conditioned mind pattern. Ego implies unawareness. Awareness and ego cannot coexist. There is no denying that ego can serve, you know, serves its purpose within you, but the ego becomes the dominant process of your mind. You fall at alignment of your true self and your journey, your trajectory. Like with practice, you can learn how to manage your ego better and create a life that feels more peaceful, loving, and authentic to you. When the ego dies, the soul awakens. But you, here's a trick though. It doesn't die completely. You learn how to manage it and learn how to feed it the right time. I know when to, I know when to call my inner beast. Don't worry. I know how to type in. I know how to tap into that sucker and use it to serve me, not hurt me. When you learn how to manage this a little bit more, and it takes time, okay, your, your soul is going to start to awaken and grow, and your freedom and your joy can grow as well, so your peace can come forward. Bless your life by letting go of your ego. Stop holding on to comfortable habits that are holding you back and preventing you from getting to that next level, but there are some habits that you know that don't serve you well. 
but you become more comfortable with the perceived protection that they offer you. Habits that you know that aren't helpful in your quest to manifesting a business of your dreams, a relationship of your dreams, whatever that might be for you, the car of your dreams, a house, I don't know, but you may be reluctant to give them up. But I, every single day, I'm willing to destroy who I am today to become who I should be. I'm not attached to it. Neither should you. You have to manifest you first. How many of you believe that should be true? You create the life of your dreams. It doesn't just happen. You have to make sacrifices in your journey. If this is your situation, remember that life's greatest growth comes from when you leave your comfort zone. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Don't let feeling uncomfortable or feeling comfortable, safe, hold you back of feeling full and feeling and having a vibrant life. That can lead you to maximizing your truest potential. Change your language about the problem from negative to positive. You'll change everything. Changing your perspective. Instead of using the word problem, use the word situation. Or call it a challenge or an opportunity. The more positive your language is, the more confident and optimistic you'll be when approaching any difficulty. Any difficulty. The more creative and insightful you'll be in identifying creative solutions and break through ideas for yourself. You have to define the situation or a problem clearly. Understand what's happening, right? Yes, yes. This is going to help you with your vision. What exactly is the challenge that you're facing? Is it keep coming up? What is the cause? What is causing you stress and anxiety? What is causing you to worry? Why are you unhappy? Write this all out clearly in detail. In detail. You have to use critical thinking to approach the problem from several different directions, understanding the moving parts. Ask, what else is the problem? What am I missing here? What am I not aligned to? What am I not aware of? Don't be satisfied with superficial answers. This is your life. This is your life, not mine. Look for the root and cause of the problem rather than to get sidetracked by the symptom. Approach the problem from several different directions. Brainstorm different solutions because... There are likely multiple solutions to the same problem, not just one. Clearly define the ideal solution to the problem. What exactly must the solution accomplish? Why? And work yourself backwards. Get you to have something to run away from. Your standards and must. Creating those boundaries. Yes, yes. We talked about this. Like what ingredients must a solution contain? What would your ideal solution to this problem look like? How would you go about handling the situation if it wasn't you? If it was someone close to you, define the parameters clearly, like clearly. It's build all these boundaries out. Pick the best solution to solve your challenge. The best solution by comparing your various problem solutions against your problem. On one hand, your ideal situation on the other. Like the best thing to do in this time is under the circumstances, prepare the worst possible outcome and how to overcome that outcome if it comes up. You have to be. I'm not saying I'm the most, um, I guess you would say, the smartest person in the room or the most profitable business out there that makes the most impact with people. I'm just the most prepared for any situation. That's what makes me impactful for, for individuals, companies, corporations, because I've been there before, because I'm aligned. Before you implement the decision, ask, what's the worst possible thing that can happen if the decision doesn't work out? What's the cost of inaction? If your solution doesn't work, be ready to accept that and then try something else. Don't get your feelings and your ego caught up in it. 
Measure your progress. Measure and reassess. Set measures on your decision. How will you know that you're making progress if you're not aligned? How will you measure success? That's different for everybody. How will you compare the success of this solution against the success of another solution? Take complete responsibility for your decision. This is your life. This is your business. This is your relationship. This is whatever you have, right? Accept complete responsibility for implementing the decision that you're making and the change. Many of the most creative ideas never materialize because no one is specifically assigned to responsibility for carrying out the decision. You have to set a deadline for when things should be solved, and it's a must for you. A decision without a deadline is a meaningless discussion. If it is a major decision that will take some time to implement, set a series of short-term deadlines and schedule for reporting. With the deadlines and sub-deadlines, you will know immediately if you're on track or if you're falling behind. You can use these as creative thinking to alleviate further bottlenecks and choke points in your business or whatever you're working on. Then you take massive action to solve your problem. You see, I'm tying all this back in. Massive action to solve your problem. Get busy, get going, develop a sense of urgency. You don't know how much time you have left. The faster you move in the direction of clearly defined goals, the more creative you will be, the more energy you will have, the more you will learn, and the faster you develop the capacity to achieve even more in the future. And you can solve any problem, overcome any obstacle, or achieve any goal that you set out for yourself by using your wonderful creative mind and taking action consistently and persistently until you attain your objective. Success is a mark of a creative thinker. Your success can be limited. Nelson Mandela said, there is no passion to be found playing small in life and settling for a life that is less than what you are actually capable of living. What's going to happen to you? What's it going to be like for you? What is that going to feel like? Told you about when I went to the retirement home and started asking questions and interviewed them, right? Yes, yes. You see the pain and regret behind their eyes. There is nothing to be gained from settling for a version of you less than the quality of your true potential. Sadly, though, that is reality for most people. But you're not most people, are you? Most people settle for a lesser quality of life than they're actually capable of living. They settle for less quality emotions that are capable of experience every day. Not some days, every day. They choose a safe job over the passion because it's easier in the moment. They choose not to speak up over things that really matter to them. They choose to wear masks to fit in. Okay? Think about this overall. It's not who you are. You're wearing a mask. It's who you're projecting out to the universe. It's who you're trying to be perceived to be. Rather than being your true self for fear of rejection and being left out, they choose to wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Take that mask off. Know who you are. But in reality, no one can ever experience their highest true potential emotionally, spiritually, in any sense. There aren't their self. Hiding and repressing your true feelings never leads you to the highest happiness. Playing small is never going to give you the joy you deserve. I'll say it again. You deserve. We only have limited time in this human body. It's a test. Whatever you believe in the world, I believe it's a test. In this lifetime on earth, it is the insanity to think that anyone is will go to the end never knowing what it's like to be their true self. You matter exactly who you are and how you are and where you are currently right now. That's a gift. Be grateful for the good and bad. You're all survivors. You have so much to offer this world and the right people will surround you 
when you start being true to your damn self, when you take the first step, the next step walks up the mountain and you take the next step. A baby step still a step. Is it not? Yes, yes. Expand yourself by working on yourself. Stop living small and settling. Start today. Start every day. All day. Every day. Move. Make conscious decisions to do one thing. We're as men, we cannot chew gum and walk at the same time. We cannot multitask. I don't crap. I don't care a crap what people tell you. We cannot. I know myself though. I cannot do it. I have to focus all my attention on one thing. I when I'm reading a book, I'm reading that book. When I'm listening to a podcast, I'm listening to a podcast. When I'm watching TV, I'm watching TV. When I'm in a conversation, I'm in that conversation. I'm feeling what they're talking about. Feeling it. It's being present. Doesn't matter. Set a goal. Commit to it. Talk to a person. Hold yourself accountable. See, I keep going back to this. Tell someone that you're trying to accomplish this and I'll hold you a little bit more accountable to it. You'll, you'll live a beautiful life this way. Understand your ego and manage your ego. Not in your ego, but your true self. An example of your intention to be better, to get better, to do better. Who do you want to become? Ask yourself that question. Really, who do you want to be? What do you want to experience while you're alive on this planet? Who do you need to become to experience all of that? All these emotions, all the relationships, all the joy. Who do you need to become? What are you going to do about it? It's not easy to go at it alone, but keep going. That's what you're here for. It's going to be worth it in the end. The hardest walk you can make is the walk you make alone. I'm walking through life alone right now. It's the hardest walk, but it's going to be so worth it when I get to the end. So worth it. I have people put me in, in positions and situations where they're looking back and like, I don't know how the hell he's doing what he's doing. I will break you before you break me. When I said that just now, did you do you think that comes from my inner self? Yes. I'm speaking about my life. This is what I have to, you have to have that same tenacity at, at the things. Be tenacious, ferocious. This is your life. Fight. It's one thing about my family, and I'm so blessed, so blessed to learn this from my family. That's one thing we're about. We're fighters, man. We're fighters. I grew up fighting. I've been fighting my whole life. I don't even know what it's going to be like to not to fight. I'm not fighting anything else. I'm fighting who I am to become who I should be. That's the, that's, that's the ticket. That's the walk that builds your character the most. To all of you fighting battles alone, I'm here with you. You're not alone. It's what you do when no one's watching. Remember that. To all of you going against the grain, battling the naysayers, stay strong. Keep going. Stay strong. Keep moving. The walk is hard, but it's worth it. I promise you. The hardest walks lead to the greatest destinations in life. The toughest climbs always lead to the best views. It's going to be worth it in the end. But if you give up, you're not going to experience it. And if you show people and other things and show your true self, first and most importantly, what you're really made of, the right people will show up in your life because that's the energy and the frequency that you're polarizing out in the universe. You won't be the lone wolf forever. 
you'll have qualities only few can admire because most people don't possess it because they don't shed the layers. You have strength only a few can understand because most have never experienced it. So don't give in. Don't settle. Don't lower your expectations to fit in this world. No one cares, man. Do what you want to do and what brings you happiness and joy. You're born to stand out. You're born to lead. Lead the pack. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? You have to keep moving forward no matter what. Feast of success in whatever you do. It doesn't matter if you have to walk it alone for a while. You'll attract the right people around you. And they'll stay around you and they want to be around you and they feel they're grateful to know you. It is much better to walk alone in the right direction than to follow the herd walking in the wrong damn direction. Status quo, right? Stay strong. Be different. Your destiny is in your own hands. Get out there and hunt. Eyes on the front. What? Born to hunt. Eyes on the side. Born to hide. Where's your eyes? Front. You're born to hunt. Why are you acting like a giraffe? You're lying. Go after it. I can't make you do it. But there's one thing that I will not do is sit back and watch you self-sabotage yourself. Because one heartbeat, one mission, one outcome, that's success. You come around me, you're going to live that. If you don't, if you're not going to be attracted to that type of level and understanding the way of thinking and it's not ready for you yet, then... Keep going through life the way it's going and see what happens. In closing, I hope today's meeting brought you some type of level of joy or some type of level of value. If I had some things today to offend you, that's not my intention. My intention's pure. I look forward to seeing everyone's completed assignments, seeing you on the Win Win Effect podcast, the West Bay Show, the Winject Radio, whatever. However you found us, go to the website, Winject. Um, dot com and to learn more and more information behind the scenes content and all that good stuff. But ask yourself, how can you become 1% better tomorrow than you are today? Stay safe. Wash your hands. God bless. Keep moving. Keep growing. Keep learning. Let's go win our day. I'll see y'all soon. Take care. <laughs>